Hey guys, welcome back to It's Not About Your Hair, where we talk all things hair, heart, and happiness. On episode eight, we're going to dive into one of my favorite New Year things. Instead of New Year's resolutions, let's dream about and look back. So we're going to do a year-end review. I'm going to tell you how I do that, and we're going to vision board using our past experience to help guide us to our new year, new you. Stay tuned. One of the most profound things I've learned in my life is that it's actually not about my hair at all. I've spent a lifetime trying to cover up who I am. And as much as I love a good external transformation, and I do, I much more love a heart transformation. Join me as I share how I work to heal my heart, find happiness, and embrace our hair. Hey guys, welcome back to It's Not About Your Hair, where we talk all things hair, heart, and happiness. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you've been tuning into every episode. If you haven't, you should go back and take a peek. Last week, we talked about the seven habits of highly effective people. I hope you got it. I hope you're feeling excited about it. And now we're going to be talking about every week, my goal is to to just open your mind a little bit to the way you think about it isn't the only way and that you do have a choice to create the life you want to live, whether that be through, um, I think, a process of faith, transformation, transparency, authenticity, and movement, moving. We live in a world where we don't want to do something unless we know exactly how to do it. And I'm telling you right now, most of the things that I think if you want to be an entrepreneur, which most the I heard the other day that only 7% of people are actually entrepreneurs, which is very fascinating to me because I just, I have an entrepreneurial mind. So for me, and I have a growth mindset, like I haven't always been this way, but I'm sure some of it was born in me. I literally believe that anything is possible, that there is no limit. I believe that if you're willing to work for it, if you really want something, you can come out of where the situation you're in and you can do something exceptional and extraordinary with your life. And I believe no matter what background you're in. So again, just a a little backstory and some people have it so much harder, but I was a, a teen mom, had a baby, uh, you know, 18 that's a different story. 19 was pregnant, 20 had a baby and uh, ended up opening a business, got married young. And I, I am an example of losing and keeping and dropping everything and having it still come back to you tenfold. I think when we're out into the world, we are risking an opportunity to be seen and to fail. So I have failed many, many times and made a ton of mistakes. And I think the difference between someone with a growth mindset is that, and this didn't always happen quickly. Let me, let me say that sometimes I fell and lost things in business. There's been times I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. You guys like thought I was sitting on the top and then I'm at the bottom, like literally not a joke. Not sure how I was going to feed my family or pay my house payment. 
those seasons were hard. But as I talked about in the last episode, sometimes it's those moments that we need so that we have that lens to look back on so we can say, oh my God, I've already done this. I've already done super hard shit stuff. Sorry for swearing. Sometimes that happens. I love Jesus and I swear sometimes, but, um, and I'm not going to edit it out because I don't know how, but sometimes we go through really, really, really hard stuff. And that becomes the stuff, you guys, if we don't give up, that our freaking dreams are built on. I'm pausing for, for effect here. It really is. I thought about this one time. And I don't know if I read it or thought it up myself, but I think it's really, really the truth that sometimes people think that they've just been given a crappy life, that crap keeps happening, and that their life is just nothing but a pile of crap, and I'm buried in crap, you hear people say. And I believe that every time you get more crap, you get more fertilizer to grow. This is true. So farmers fertilize their crops, their crops with crap, okay? And you can fertilize your life through the experience of crappy situations, but you have to not let it bury you. Bury you. You have to come out on top of it, you guys. You have to let it work for you and not against you. And this is just the truth. And so I can look back on I talk about this all the time. Uh my parents' divorce, which was really hard for me. And I look back now and go, that was probably one of the most shape-shifting things in my life. In the beginning, it was not for my good, and I sat in it and let it bury me. And then one day I realized I don't have to be this situation. My poor mama has almost died at least seven times. And every time I can remember when I was young, like always being so afraid to lose her. And I still never want to lose my mom. I know it will happen someday. Uh, but every time, and her lens is going to be totally different on this story, but every time she survived the gratitude that grew in me that I got another chance to have my mom here. These opportunities to say, why is my mom always having these troubles? Or look at how many times my mom has survived. Same story, different lens. And so anyways, I say all of that to say, I think this podcast gives me an opportunity to share things that I love with you guys. And since we're on the new year, new you kick, because that's what happens. Everybody's setting resolutions and I don't do resolutions because I think I have an extreme amount of self-control and willpower. I think more than a lot of people, I still have yet to ever do a solid year of any freaking thing I set my mind to you guys. But if I have, um, I just took a class. I was, it's for hairdressers called wealthiest year ever. Um, but we had to develop a North star and a North star is something that we hold on to and that we look back to that helps guide us to where we're headed in the seven habits that we talked about last week. They talk about writing a mission statement or a plan, something that anchors you to where you're going, you know, very important. And so, I do believe a goal without a plan is just a wish, but I think making a New Year's resolution that I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that, it just is one more thing that adds to that stupid bucket list that we talked about before that depletes us, that makes us feel like we're not worthy of love because none of us 
have enough willpower to do all the things all the time. We just don't. But setting out a goal. So I'm going to share with you guys um, what I have done the last, I think, three or four years. And I do this with my kids. And last year, my kids invited their friends because they see the value in it, you guys. It's really, really, really profound. And my husband and I go away and we do it together because we believe in it with our marriage. And um, I opened it up. I don't have staff anymore, but I own a business called City Suites where we have salon suite owners. And I did invite them as well. Not everyone came. Only a few people came. And, but that's okay because here's the beauty of it. If you need it, it's there for you. So if you are a goal-oriented person and you want to challenge yourself to see what kind of life you want to have, this is a great practice. So that's what we're going to talk about this week because it's all about perspective and changing. And I want to help you develop a new year, new you, but not through setting these crazy, ridiculous New Year's resolutions that are going to be really hard. Like I'm never going to swear again. I'm never going to say a mean thing about anybody and I'm never going to eat any sugar. Lies from the pit of hell. But what I can do is set some intentions, some goals that are anchored to the person that I want to be, tethered to the spirit of what I believe my most authentic self is going to be. And so I hope this week um, you're watching on YouTube. If you're not, you should pop on just to see because I'm going to show um, my goal boards. And last year I made a goal board for my personal life and for work. And that was pretty cool. I really did enjoy that. Usually I just make a goal board all in one, totally up to you. Um, and I'm going to show some pictures and I have you guys, I have my 2023, 2022. These are hung in my cabinet in my office here in 2020. So 21, Anyways, you get it. And we're going to go through them. I actually learned the goal boarding from one of my friends at City Suites. I've done things like this, but not quite like this. She got me excited about this. But all right, get a pen and paper out. If you're driving, make a mental note or pull over because this is going to be really cool. This is like, oh, it's so good. So what you're going to do before you even start the goal board, because a lot of people are like, I don't know where to start. We're going to do a year end review. Okay. And I learned this from somebody else. Maybe... I don't, I don't remember. Um, what I want you to do is I want you to plan. This is a really fun thing to do. Maybe two or three hours. I want you to put on your favorite music and I want you to get out a notepad. You can even print some of these kind of thought processes out. I want you to get out a notepad and on it, I want you to write um, January, February, March, all the way through the year on a lined piece of paper and leave room, maybe three or four lines in between each month. I want you to write those months down. And then I want you to get out your telephone. You know you all have one. And what I want you to do is by month, go through the last year, starting with January 2023, February, March. And I want you to look at your pictures and your calendar. This is called the year in review. You're going to look at what you spent time on, what you, you know, what we spend our time on. And what we take pictures of really is an indication. And this gives us opportunities to look back. So I want you to write down um, and each month things that you took pictures of that were fun, something that you did, things that you didn't like. You can use your calendar for that too. Like what were things that took your time that weren't that fun? What's some things that were awesome? So for me, some of mine are even 
like watching my kids do hit a PR in March at cross country, or they can be my own personal things, but just write down in pictures really help because we're all picture people to kind of go through and your phone should have, you can divide it into month and kind of look. And it's so fun to be able to go back because you're going to realize you probably did more than you thought you did. Because sometimes we're like, my life's so boring because we watch these stupid highlight reels of everybody's life and we think everybody's doing the best. But I realized I did way more stuff in a year than I ever thought I did. And I did kind of move towards that goal. So if you start with the seven habits, we're working on this perspective shift. Your desire is to become growth mindset human being. And you want to move towards the more, the best, the Bible calls it that we, as we know the Lord, we move from glory to glory. And the translation of that, my therapist told me a long time ago is from, um, more authentic to more authentic. So glory to glory. We become ourselves. Isn't that beautiful? So as we become ourselves, it becomes clear who we want to be. And sometimes when we're looking at everybody else's business, we compare ourselves too much. So we're not looking for who we are and what we want. And looking back through your calendar and through your pictures, you're going to discover bits about you that Maybe you didn't even know. Maybe your life was way way more fun. Maybe the things that you really enjoy, like maybe you think that you want to travel all over because that's what you see other people do, but maybe you actually don't like traveling that much. And maybe you really like tons of your pictures were going for a walk and seeing deer. Like it just doesn't have to be anybody else's business. It has to be yours. So write that down. So I want you to write down every month um, something that you loved, something that you did, something that you're proud of things that you didn't like that you spent time on, because you're going to kind of go back through that. What that does is it gives you this like, oh my gosh, so I did a lot of stuff, or that was really fun. It gives you gratitude. It helps us to look back so we can look forward. What are some things we want to add more of this coming year? What are some things that we definitely know we don't want to do anymore? And then I want you to get out tons of magazines. So if you don't have any, go to a doctor's office and ask if they're getting rid of them. And we just start cutting out any picture that speaks to us, any words that speak to us. You're going to have some scrapbook paper and you're just going to cut stuff out. And I'm going to tell you, because you're starting with last year in mind, you're motivated, you're a little bit more in tune to yourself, and it's helping you to develop a new um, appreciation for the life that you're already living instead of comparing yourself to everybody else's business because your business is what's important. And I'm telling you, you can do this alone. You can do this with your family. Get some girlfriends together. It's so fun. So I wanted to share with you guys, interestingly, the similarities in my three years. And maybe I'll start in 2020. And so if you're looking, here it is. Random acts of courage was on my goal board. I applied for a job. I have never applied for a job. I've been my own boss forever. And I got a job and uh, that was huge. So random acts of courage. Mine was, what would it look like if I did the things I was really dreaming about was on my goal board. This was, look at this picture of cute curly friends just hanging out together. Really important to me to create deep and strong relationships. Um, keep it simple. That was a big one for me. Health. My health is always important. I put on here the mountains because I wanted to travel and see 
the mountains. And I want to tell you guys, but guess what we did in 2023. So two years later, dreaming about this, I went on a cross country trip this last summer with my family and my, with, well, with one of my daughters and my husband. And so when we dream about what we want, it starts laying down these dreams and hopes inside of us and mentally without even setting super plans, the plans are at work. So these boots, I actually found these boots. I wear these. So part of it is fashion. So you see these pictures. I just love fashion. I love, um, finding thrifty deals. Um, what's the biggest risk you've ever taken? That was on mine too. Um, love your hair. Don't look in the mirror. Stay the course, expose yourself, and volunteer your talents. So this was my 2023. And then I have pictures of yummy food, easy weeknight meals, and date night. So really important to me is that I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, that I'm wearing clothes that make me feel alive, not what other people are wearing. That's really big for me, you guys, that I am brave enough to share the parts of me that are authentically me, which this podcast is a manifestation of this, you guys, of volunteering your talents. Like, I'm paying to do this. I don't get paid to do it. I want to be here because I think that that once we find ourselves, it's so important. So 2020. So eating healthy. I'm always on this kick. So then the the next year, it almost looks the same because clearly I have a style. Um, mine was, these are cozy blankets, learning to enjoy my home more, being comfortable at home, making this a place that brings me joy. Do you know quite a few of us don't have joy in our homes? Um, reading more. I've done that uh, tons and tons. Um, running, ran a half marathon with my daughter this year. So these were goals from, you know, two years ago that are coming through power couple. That's on mine. Um, always thinking about my relationship with my husband, wanting that to be strong. Um, again, cute shoes, you guys, cute shoes. If you're listening, I'm showing my goal board and my, my, um, my big words are one smiles apart, best friends bond. So trying to stay closer with my friends. I really struggle with friendships, you guys, because I'm a busy hustle kind of girl and I want to be connected to my family and grow my business. And so I love both of those things. And so finding time for friends is a challenge for me. Just really true. I go to small groups. So anyways, that's a big goal for me is to be more intentional with friendships and then home sweet home. Again, learning to be happy at home with my family and content in the process. And then the bottom one says, I fall in love with pieces impulsively and they find their place. And I think that that's true. So looking how these things grow on top of each other, you guys. And then last year's this one, this one, pretty similar. You see healthy food. So still a part of your journey, but putting these things in front of you, um, you are exactly where you need to be. Again, trusting the process that I believe that I'm not behind the eight ball, which I used to. And I used to hustle so much harder because I thought I was missing out on what was before me. But when I just look at, these are all things nature. So did that trip, guess what I have on here? Italy. We had an exchange student from Italy. I'm going. So uh, Britt, if you're listening to this, honey, usually it takes two years for it to come, but maybe I'll get there sooner. Again, all these beautiful curl friends and different cultures and different types of people. Like I want my life to be rich with relationships with people in and outside of my community. Um, 
It says, being a kinder generation. I think there's a lot of yucky stuff we think about the younger generation, but you guys, I, I see that they're kind, that they're willing, that they're open to loving one another. And I think that's beautiful. Being outside, being with my family. And then it says, be kind to everyone, including yourself. This is so important, you guys. And then at the bottom, it says they're risk takers, innovators, change makers, and they were born in the 2000s. It reminds me of my girls that they are going to change the world. And it puts in front of me the things that I want the most. I want to be brave in my dreams. I want to believe that my life matters. I want to be a healthy, active human being. I want to eat good, rich, yummy food. I want to read really great books. I want to surround myself with people that are inspiring. I too want to be inspiring. And I want to have a great marriage that overflows. And I want the heart of Jesus to be the center of my purpose on this life because only through tethering to that do I find my truest self. Remember from glory to glory or more authentic to more authentic. So I hope as you're setting your New Year's resolutions, this helps. Do your year-end review. Create a goal board. So my, my current goal board hangs directly in front of me in my office. The other two hang inside of my cabinet in my office. I can still see them because I want to be reminded that being reminded of what I'm seeking, looking for opportunities that tie into what I want, uh, I can say yes to those. So back to the seven habits of highly effective people, saying yes to the things that matter and no to the things that don't. If it's not tying in, if you're going to ask me to do something that doesn't tie in to um, the growth of my family, doesn't help me to grow as a human being. I'm not being pushed to be kinder, to be braver, to do these things. I don't want to do it. And your goal board may look different. Uh, my girls both did theirs this year. And it is so encouraging for them to see and it puts those things in front of you. Who do you want to be? Because sometimes we're going to wrestle with who we want to be and how we're showing up. And that's just the truth. So I hope that your New Year's resolution is actually just a goal to be kinder to yourself and others and creating a pathway to how to get there. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. I'm so grateful that I get to share with you. And as always, if you're not okay, I hope you know you are going to be fine, that you are worthy of love, and that you are so darn spectacular and that your hair looks great. Thanks for tuning in, and I sure hope that if you loved this, you'll share it with somebody else. Okay, you guys, see you soon. I guess this is where I ask you to subscribe to my channel, to follow me on social, and to listen wherever podcasts can be found. And join me every Tuesday at 2 as we unpack how to heal your hair, your heart, and your happiness.